it's me, your host, Alexis Barber, and today we're back for another Sunday solo. I'm loving doing these. I just feel like they're so natural for me, and you guys are loving them too, so I'm really happy about that. And today I want to answer a very commonly asked question, which is how to make new friends. And we're going to get into that all soon, but of course, As you know, we've got to start with our tips of the week, our life updates, and then I'll talk to you about making friends, which is something that I'm about to start doing a lot. So let's get into it. My smart and superficial tips of the week this week are fun. First of all, my smart tip is the book Conscious Luck. I We're just jumping into it today, guys. No long intro or anything like that, honestly. We're just jumping into it today. Oh, I wanted to actually apologize to you all for the back and forth with the dates and the uploads and the like missing uploads with the podcast, we transitioned our distribution software and I, my editor was also out for two weeks. So things were a little crazy over here, but we're getting back into it now. So thanks for your patience and you can expect solo episodes on Sundays and then either a longer solo or a guest episode every Thursday. So thank you for your patience with this. It's been a lot. Anyhow, My smart and superficial tips of the week, the smart tip of the week is this new book I started reading called Conscious Luck by Gay Hendricks and Carol Klein. It's called Eight Secrets to Intentionally Change Your Fortune. And I picked this up while I was on one of my little existential bookstore visits, which I tend to do when I'm feeling a little, hmm, what's going on with my life? And I'm really excited. I really like this book. It's kind of, I think, what might have inspired the whole lucky girl syndrome trend that was happening a couple of months ago, because it's really just about like deciding you're the luckiest person ever and living it. So it's been really nice. I feel like I'm entering a season of my life where I am seeing the good in everything and trying to be really positive and excited about things. I think last year I just didn't really feel that way at all. And I'm getting, it's honestly, it's a little weird too, because I feel like I get to a place where I'm like, oh, hold up. Are things allowed to be going well? You know, Uh, I grew up in like a situation where everything was always going wrong. Like my mom had the worst luck ever. And so I feel like I sort of absorbed that growing up. Now I'm trying really hard because I am a very lucky person to dig into that a little bit more. So I think if you are trying to reframe your negative mindset, I personally have a, I lean towards the negative a lot, like an insane amount. Even though I'm a pretty optimistic person, mentally I go towards the negative and it's just not cute. It's something that I really want to change about myself. So I think this is going to be a great book for me. So I'm going to be reading it on my trip to Tulum this weekend and it's going to be hopefully nice for me. The other superficial tip of the week, I have two for you and I think I might have already mentioned one of them before, but it's so good I have to mention it again. The first is the Amicole lip oil. You all already freaking know. I wear this shit every day. It's always in my bag. It's amazing. I mean, Black-owned brand. I met the founder. She's an icon. I think I've talked about this already. That's why I am adding another one today. But the lip oil is amazing. It makes your lips look incredible. And it's also really great because it stays on for a long time. It's super creamy and has a great formula. It comes in clear, a pink, and a couple of other colors. I have the clear and the pink, and I use both of them. How it compares to the Dior lip oil, a lot of people ask. I think the Amicole lip oil is thicker and stays on longer, whereas the Dior lip oil actually just kind of like comes off every so often. I still use both of them, but the Amicole is my favorite. If you get one new lip product this season, it should be that. 
My other one is the NARS Liquid Afterglow Blush in the shade Behave. I love this shade and I feel like NARS, when it comes to face products, they don't miss. And a liquid blush for me stays on a little bit longer. I like to use liquid and then add powder on top, but the liquid looks really incredible and blends really well with my NARS Light Reflecting and my NARS Radiant Creamy Foundation. No, NARS is not my sponsor, but they really should be because I've been using their products unwaveringly since 2018. So let's pick it up, you know? Like, so I really love NARS and I really love those products. So those are the smart and superficial tips of the week. In terms of my life update, I am headed to Tulum tomorrow to go for my very first MBA trip. I think I mentioned to you guys previously that this trip is not like just for Wharton students. It's actually a trip that a bunch of us have organized. It's a bunch of black and brown students from all the top MBA programs. Basically, it's just a kickoff celebration that we all got into these programs and we're all headed to enjoy the next two years. It's sort of a celebration. And I don't know anybody. I only know two people and I know them very, very lightly, like barely know them. Um, Met them like literally at admin weekend, they invited me and I said I'd go. I don't know anybody. A lot of these people have been friends, have been hanging out, been going to conferences for the past two plus years. So they're close friends. And so I am a little bit nervous about that, but that's why I'm going to give you guys my tips for making new friends in the next, in, in the Q&A section of the episode. In terms of my life, I am really excited about this trip because one, like I've already been to Tulum before, so I feel like a little bit like calmer because I'm not going to a brand new place. Two, because I just like am ready to be tan. (laughs) Honestly, that's the truth. Um, And just to meet new people. I think like getting the opportunity to meet new people that are like-minded, that have similar goals, that are also ambitious are is really tough to find sometimes and so I'm really excited to do that in terms of like what my life has been looking like I mean last week was really crazy I had events every night you can listen to the last episode if you want to hear what my life was like last week and this week it's been really busy too yesterday or it was Juneteenth weekend which I actually ended up opting out of the big Juneteenth celebrations like everyday people and stuff simply because I was like I I'm exhausted and I'm about to be socializing for the rest of my life. So I just wasn't into it. And I'm really glad that I did that. And then I hung out with my friend on the actual day of Juneteenth. And then on Tuesday, I had a bunch of meetings. Now that I'm like full-time content creator, stuff like that, things just get a little bit more intense in the summer season, gearing up for fall, gearing up for back to school. So I had a bunch of meetings and events. And then today doing lots of podcast recordings, meetings, events. And it's like, there's so many emails. There's so many things to go back and forth. There's so many DMs and there's so much going on. And instead of feeling really overwhelmed by it, like I think I used to, now I'm like, wow, I'm so grateful. This is my life. I'm so grateful that I get to have all these people looking up to me and I'm so grateful that I get to have all these brands that need things from me. So I'm trying to approach it with that gratitude and that's really helped me manage my stress levels. I think in the past, I used to be so, so stressed all the time and that's because I physically really didn't have enough time to do everything I needed to do. Now I've really found that I have outsourced in a good way where I'm not doing the things I don't have to do and I feel good about that, especially as we go into school when my time is just about to be like all ripped away from me. 
I really don't know what things are going to be like, but I'm trying to build really strong systems and get as much batched and done before I go to school so that I don't feel overwhelmed in my first semester. So pray for me on that, guys. Anyhow, so that's my, I guess, I don't know if I have any other intense life updates. Jeff is doing well. I'm doing well. I'm traveling the next three weekends and then it's time to move. I'm getting my move settled now, which is nice. Uh, I still have a lot to do work-wise before we start school. And by work-wise, I mean like school work-wise. There's a few little courses I have to complete and there's, oof. I got to fi- finish getting my loans together and stuff like that. This loan shit is no joke. It's ghetto. I, I do not like this. I'm going into debt, girl, and I do not like knowing it. But I'm starting to notice that the difference between, I think, middle class and rich people is that rich people are okay with debt. Don't quote me on this. I may change my mind in the future, but I'm just starting to notice that a lot of people, you have to really, be, and I saw this clip on TikTok actually of Kiki Palmer and Whoopi Goldberg talking about this, which is even after you've gotten some form of success, um, which I do think that I have, I've been very lucky and I've worked very hard in my early 20s and I've gotten to a level of financial security. But at the same time, to get to the next level, you have to invest in yourself. And that costs a lot of money and it costs a lot of time and it's really scary. I am not going to act like I'm not scared. I don't think I've said that to you guys publicly yet. I am scared. I am scared. I've never been in debt like this. I got a full scholarship to go to undergrad and I worked really hard to be in a strong financial position when I in over the past few years. But MBA programs don't really give scholarships like that. And even though I got a very small one, I am not, I'm going into six figures of debt. And that is scary, but it gives me comfort knowing that one, like the average time to pay it off is seven and a half to eight years. And two, lots of people have done it before me, you know, so it'll be okay. So, but I think that that's the the comfort level I have. It's like, you always are taught, like, don't go into debt. Don't go into debt. Don't go into debt. But I really, I think this is an example of like, you got to believe in yourself and that's what I'm doing right now. But Kiki and Whoopi were talking about that, where even though Kiki had hit a level of success, like True Jackson VP, all these amazing movies. She took out debt to invest in herself and now she has complete control over her career and that's a really big thing to have, whereas a lot of other like creatives don't. That made me feel a lot better about this, not necessarily going into a creative field per se, but it really helped. So with that, let's jump into the Q&A. I pulled this from, I've been doing AMAs on Instagram and a question I get pretty much every time I post is how to make new friends. I did a whole episode on the Smart Girls Guide to Female Friendships a couple of months ago. So you guys can check that out if you want my whole in-depth like female friendship breakdown. But given that I'm about to, like I said, go on a weekend trip with 150 people that I've never really met before, I have some tips because I am not nervous about making friends. I feel like making friends is something that I feel more confident doing now because I'm more confident myself. And I think that's a big thing to say here. So if you are feeling incredibly insecure or you are stressed about like who you are and who, and stuff like that, I do think that that is a big prohibitor in making true friends. I think you can join friend groups and you'll still have friends and experiences, but sometimes that is a prohibitor from connecting to people because you are so 
wrapped up in what other people are thinking about you because you are getting your validation and self-worth from other people's opinions. And that's what I was doing for a really long time. I think that's why I had trouble making really strong friendships in college because I was so deeply insecure. But now I am realizing that the number one tip I have for making friends is to be confident and to be confident in who you are. And maybe instead of, you don't have to be like, I'm the baddest bitch here. I'm the coolest person here. I'm cooler than all of you. Instead be like, I know who I am. I know I'm not perfect, but these are my interests. This is what I like to do. This is what I don't like to do. This is what I'm thinking about doing. This is what I don't know about myself. And being confident in all of that and not trying to change it just to fit like a chameleon into the world that you are entering. For example, this weekend, I'm going into a business school group setting, which means a lot of these people are going to be more financy or they're going to be more consulting heavy. And previously in college, I was kind of insecure about going into tech because I had had some guys like make fun of me for it once because I wasn't doing something, quote, super hard, like finance or something like that. And so I felt like they were considering me to be less than instead of worrying and being and being like, yeah, I'm going into tech and like not being confident in it. What I would do now is I'm not going to hide the fact like I'm an influencer. I'm not going to hide the fact that, you know, like I do what I do because being confident in what you do is way cooler than whatever you actually do. You know, finance people could be making fun of other people for being in finance and they actually hate their jobs. You know, if you are confident and comfortable with what you're doing, even if you don't like it either, you can still emulate that confidence in a way. So For example, like I'm not going to be like, yeah, like I'm an influencer, but like only on the side. I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm a content creator. I used to work in tech. This is what I do now. And be confident in it because the most embarrassing thing that you can be in this world is embarrassed. Do you want me to say that again? The most embarrassing thing you can be in this world is embarrassed. Even if you don't love where your life is, don't be embarrassed in front of other people because that's going to, you're not, it's going to give desperate energy and people aren't going to want to be friends with you. You can be self-deprecating, like I know some people think being an influencer is superficial and stupid and vain and vapid, but like, I can be like, yeah, like I'll make fun of that, but I'm still confident in what I'm doing, you know? So keep that in mind. I think confidence is the number one thing and it doesn't have to mean that you think you're better than other people. It just means that you're okay with who you are right now and you know that you are out here trying to make friends and be cool and like hang with people who are interested in the same things as you, but that doesn't mean that you are like always going to be 100% happy with who you are because none of us ever are. You know what I mean? My second tip for making friends is not to take things personally. I think we get into group settings sometimes or we are trying to reach out to certain people and want to be friends with them and we get upset when they don't answer or when they snub you or when they are a little weird and you get uncomfortable in a situation. And so what I realized, especially at Wharton Admit Weekend, was not to take things personally because usually what you are picking up from other people or hearing from other people or the little things you're reading into that other people are thinking about you are not really true. Plus, they have to do more with those people than they do with you. So say you enter a new setting and somebody seems like they're like kind of snubbing you or being rude to you. It could just mean they had a bad day. And this happened to me at Wharton Welcome Weekend where the first day I met this girl and I felt like she like wasn't trying to speak to me and like was being kind of rude. The next day we ended up like chatting and it was completely fine. Like I was reading into that way more than than anything. And it was just kind of like, it's not fair for you to take things personally from other people, especially when you're meeting them the first few times. 
So the uh, the next tip I have for you guys is to stop wondering if somebody likes you and ask yourself if you like them. So when you are in a conversation with someone new, uh, oftentimes, and I still do this too, I wonder, oh my God, does this person think I'm crazy? Oh my God, did I say the right thing? Oh my God, am I interesting enough to be having this conversation? When in reality, it's like, girl, do I even like talking to this person? In my core, how comfortable do I feel with this person? Because we all have that experience when you meet somebody and you're like, you hit it off instantly. Those are the friendships that I want you to make. I don't want you guys to be thinking like, oh my God, is this person who I can barely hold a conversation with, but I think they might be really kind of cool and other people like them. So I'm just going to try to have a conversation and try to be friends with them, even though we're not really hitting it off. I think those are the people that we are for some reason, so worried about impressing when in reality, it's like, it's not about them. Like who really cares? You know what I mean? Like you want to be friends with people that you hit it off with, that you are having a great time with, that you feel like you can be yourself with and you don't have to worry about what you're going to say next. Those are the people you should be trying to be friends with, not the people who you feel like you're pulling teeth when you're around and you just want to be friends with them because they, you think for some reason they are cooler than you. That is not the vibe. Don't push it. Don't force it. That's not how you make friends. Speak in that same vein, don't look for friends for the sake of making friends. Look for people you actually want to be friends with. And that's a something that you can do in a couple of strategic ways. The first is by joining clubs or organizations or connections or Facebook groups and stuff like that of people who have similar interests to you. When you have similar interests, that's usually the type of person that you're going to want to be friends with. So if I were starting out, or I am about to start out making friends in a brand new place and it's a more structured environment. So I do think it's easier, but I'll try to give some examples of what you can do if you're just an adult out here in the real world, you know? When I'm going to Wharton, the way I'm thinking about making friends is one, just being nice to everybody and trying to be curious about other people when I meet them instead of being completely concerned about what they think of me and also being very confident in who I am. So that means like one, sitting down and being like, this is who I am. I'm not going to hide it. This is what I'm comfortable with. This is what I like. I and being comfortable with that. The next part of it is entering environments and being open to chatting with anybody. Like that's my one thing is I will come up and say hi to anybody. And I think that that is a reason that it's easy for me to make friends is because I'm really not afraid to just say, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Or like in an elevator, in a random environment, like that's just how I am. And I'm going to continue to do that. Even though most of the time, of the time, the people I meet randomly don't become my friends. I'm still nice to them. And that goes a long way because you never know who's who. The second part of this, or the third part of this is I'm going to be intentionally putting myself in environments where I know that people are going to have similar interests to me. So that's joining the black club, obviously, like the African-American students club, obviously. But it's also like, oh, I'm going to actually join the wine club. I'm going to actually decide to jump in on this like boxing club because I'm kind of interested in that. If there's an F1 club, I would join that. Little things like that where I am going to be able to connect with people who have similar interests to me, that there's a higher chance that I get to be friends with them. So if you're in a new city or if you're post-grad and you're looking to make friends, that's what I would do. I would join a gym. I would start going to a certain workout class. I would join a running club if you like to run. I would start going to pottery classes if you like pottery. I would look around for that. And there's a lot of great resources to do this with different like Facebook groups and 
Geneva and Discord groups in your area, and you can look for those and find those too. A lot of times what's holding us back from making friends is not going out and putting the effort into having fun, because when you're having fun, you're going to attract the people around you who you want to be around, and that is the best thing you can do for yourself. Those are most of my tips for making friends. The last one is to kind of just like be chill. I had a run-in with a girl this week, or maybe it was two weekends ago, I don't know, who like I just could tell was really like eager and intense and like just anxious about chatting with everybody and wanting to seem a way that she clearly wasn't. And everyone can tell when that's the case. Everyone can tell when you're not being authentic. Everybody can tell when you are uncomfortable in a situation and you are trying to overcompensate. And that's not very cute, which is why it's really important to get comfortable with who you are, sit down and be like, yeah, this is who I am. And practice doing that without over explaining or something like that and just being honest with yourself. Because listen, guys, really nobody enjoys somebody who is overdoing it. Those are my final thoughts. I love you guys so much. This was so much fun to record. And I will see you next week where we're going to do a Tulum debrief of what happens in Tulum. And then I'm going to be heading to Martha's Vineyard the final weekend. And if you want to do more Q&A, more questions, stuff like that, please do send them in on Instagram. Make sure you're following me on Instagram so you can see on stories when I post a new Q&A. Don't forget that the robe giveaway is still live. So you can sign up at the link in our show notes to enter to win a Too Cozy robe. You just have to leave your email and we will send you some fun newsletters and stuff like that. And every week I'll be picking someone from the list 